Welcome, everybody, to the Discovery of Podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about communication, and we're going to have Jody uh, do the presentation this evening. So let's go ahead and give Jody the uh, microphone. Go ahead, Jody. All right. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, communication. So communication is important because that's going to be how we interact with others. Um, And communication basically is just an exchange of information. Um, But there's a lot of different ways that we can exchange information. Uh, We think words are kind of like the normal way to communicate, right, when you're talking to somebody. But really, that's only about 7% of how we're going to communicate. There's a lot of other cues and a lot of other things that are going to make up that other 93%. And it can go from, like, our body language, um, different hand motions, things like that. And all of these are kind of learned type of behaviors. Um, so like we talk about language. So how we talk uh, is going to be learned primarily when we're little from our parents and from school. So that's where we're going to get most of these communication skills that we know of today. Um, the tone of voice that we use. Um, you can tell when people, if they raise their voice at you or if they're angry, you can tell a lot from the person's tone of voice, uh, whether they're excited or not. Uh, I've listened to some audio books where it seems like the book is being read by a computer. So it's real monotone, real plain, not a lot of enthusiasm, not a lot of emphasis. And it's just very hard to receive information and really stay focused and listen to that. Um, and then you'll get other audio books. Uh, Grant Cardone is a, a good guy. He's always really enthusiastic, real excited. He has a lot of energy that you can get, keeps you engaged and keeps you listening to what he has to say. And the, the perception of how we think people are talking plays a lot into it. Also, um, we might not know what, um, they're trying to say or kind of how they're coming across. So we're going to use what we know from how we were raised to kind of interpret that communication um, that they're saying to us. So, and that, that's going to all be based on that person's condition, um, how they were raised, how their parents kind of taught them to communicate and what those different words mean to them. Uh, A lot of other parts is if somebody's like in a real grumpy state of mind or if they're real angry they might be trying to communicate to you one thing, but based on their condition, they're going to have this kind of tone of voice that's going to kind of throw off the, the information that they're, they're trying to give to you. So the solution to that is kind of understanding maybe a little bit about their background, maybe understanding that they might not be communicating based on their words. They're kind of playing in a lot of that conditioning from their, their background. So one of the other things that we use a lot is to clear up the actual words and their meaning. Uh, we use the, the word knowledge. So using kind of a standard dictionary definition of these words, one helps us to both be on the same page when we're communicating. Um, it also allows us to um, kind of learn and clear up some of the real definitions to these words um, that we might have misinterpreted when we were little. Uh, one of the, the big words that stuck out 
was uh, ignorant. Uh, so I always had kind of like a real, I always thought ignorant was real, a real negative word. And a lot of that probably came from kind of the context that people would use it in. Um, like maybe they said, like, how can you be so ignorant? So just the tone of voice and the inflection kind of makes that statement come off as being kind of hostile. So you're kind of going to have a defense and you're kind of going to feel like someone's attacking you when they use that word. Um, but if you look up the definition, it says it's the lack of knowledge or awareness in general, uh, uneducated or unsophisticated. So that doesn't really have like a, a negative or an attacking type of definition. It just means um, you didn't know something or you weren't aware of something um, or you didn't learn it. And unsophisticated means lacking refined worldly knowledge or taste, uh, not complicated or highly developed or basic. So that just means that, you know, it's not overcomplicated. You, so that's not really negative either. So if you were to take that first sentence I said and change it around, and, and what if someone said to you, well, you just didn't know. Let me show you how. Um, that would have a much more open type of communication sentence than the first one where it feels like someone's attacking you. So being able to use actual definitions and clear up some of those uh, words helps clear away some of these triggers and starts to kind of recondition like what those words mean. So they kind of desensitize some of our normal reactions to those words. And, you know, there's kind of three different stages of how we kind of learn to express ourselves. And uh, the first one is going to be just basic survival. So when we're born, we just have this natural desire to want to live. So babies aren't taught that, hey, if you're hungry, you need to cry. Um, that's just kind of an instinctive trait that they have that they use to get attention in order to allow them to survive. So like when they're hungry or they, they need attention. Um, the other one is kind of that self-defense mechanism. Uh, whenever someone uh, kind of says something that kind of makes you feel like you're being attacked, you, you kind of feel like you're in danger. So it's going to kick off that defense mechanism, uh, that flight fighter uh, freeze, and that adrenaline is going to kick in, and you're just going to put up these walls, and you're going to perceive this danger. Uh, so like if you've ever been in kind of like a heated conversation where you feel like you're being attacked or you feel like you're trying to defend yourself, you're going to notice like your heart rate's going to go up, uh, your voice is going to change, and you're going to kind of put up that blocking to communication, and you're just going to be in kind of that survival mode. Um, so like whenever we're in those defensive conversations, you know, they, they usually don't go very well. You don't really have a lot of a mindful communication and we're pretty much just protecting ourselves. And it kind of goes into when you're really just listening to respond, you're really listening to an opening on when you can, you know, throw up your, your block. Um, so that usually is not a very good exchange of uh, information. Uh, the next one is going to be kind of like learned in, in cultural beliefs. So these are going to kind of play into some of our body language. Uh, you'll, in different ways that we talk, uh, you may have heard a lot of people refer to like their ethnicity or their culture, um, where maybe someone grew up in an Italian family and they're like, well, that's, that's just how our Italians are. We're always, you know, rebunctious or whatever. Um, 
like my dad was Polish, so he would always kind of refer back to, you know, being a, being a stubborn Polak and stuff like that. So maybe we were raised in the country. So we just kind of think, well, I'm just kind of a country boy. Like that's just the way I grew up. You know, I'm kind of rough around that edges um, or grew up in the city. And you're like, well, I don't do that kind of stuff. So a lot of times when people are in this condition, they'll recognize that they've kind of acquired these different traits and these different cultural backgrounds. Um, but they're really going to use it to fall back on. They're going to be like, well, that's just the way I am, you know, and they're, or they're going to kind of really identify and associate with that group and they're not going to want to let go. So being able to recognize these things in ourselves and in others are going to kind of allow us to better interpret, um, how these conversations are going. Uh, so once we can recognize that, that'll be the, the next step. And once we can start to understand all these conditions, um, in ourselves and our internal thoughts and how these internal thoughts keep reinforcing these backgrounds and these conditions, uh, then we can learn to start to reprogram them. Uh, we can use our power of choice to identify, confront, and be proactive. Um, we can visualize what change is going to look like in the future. Um, we can let go of, you know, the way we've always done things and we can learn that why a lot of the ways that we communicate happen and how they kind of come back to these um, beliefs or limiting beliefs that we've kind of learned in the past. And once we can kind of be open mind and kind of, kind of be aware and be an observer of our conditions and other, con other people's conditions, um, we can start to recognize in a conversation like, well, is my self-defense mechanism kind of kicking in here? Um, is this person getting offended based on something they've learned in the past? Uh, is there some sort of misbelief here that's really kind of blocking that com communication? Um, so a lot of these different conditions, we did a podcast on, on conditions and being able to recognize those in ourselves and others is really the key uh, to this good exchange of communication and um, how we can uh, interact with other people. That's all I got, Paul. Thank you, Jody. Really appreciate that. And uh, just like you were saying, Jody, uh, we have a podcast on the Life Coaching University that uh, explains the different conditions that people are in so that when you understand these conditions, uh, you can understand and ex expect what someone's going to do or not do uh, in communication. Um, Debbie, when uh, are you there? I'm here. In uh, in in uh, communication, uh, I've talked to you uh, along with everybody else about condition conditions of an individual. Um, Explain to uh, to the uh, audience about uh, conditions that you've learned about. Well, I know through the past program, your past program conditioning, that um, it, it'll bring up a lot of of emotions and and even some trauma that's attached to 
things that happened in the past. Um, and because of that, you know, because of various things that happened with your past program conditioning, you know, you'll find people that either don't have um, a good opinion of themselves or they put themselves down. A lot of people, um, you know, listen to others and, and, and they go out into the world acting like they're, um, you know, that, that, they, that they're a, a perfect person, but really inside they don't think they're perfect at all. They, you know, they really put themselves down. Very good, very good. Yeah, it's uh, lots of times a large majority of the uh, uh, the uh, large majority of the population uh, don't know that they don't know that uh, what condition that they're in, and uh, it's very important to learn the different uh, situations that people's going through in their life because. Unless you put your, you know, yourself in other people's uh, world, it's hard to understand them and what to expect from them. Jody, we really appreciate the uh, presentation this evening, and and uh, it was a fantastic presentation. And uh, Debbie, that was a good input that you put in. Um, Thank you. Jody, you want to say anything else? You're welcome. You want to say anything else before we get off, uh, Jody? Um, I think that's about it. Well, thank you very much. We'll be here next week at uh, 515-604-9530, access code 655-145. We'll see you then. Thank you.